Hey there, friends, and welcome to The Chaos. The Chaotic Courage podcast is for you ambitious and adventurous introverts out there like me who have a dream. You want to quit your job, you want to travel the world, you want to find the love of your life, whatever it is. I'm here to teach you to trust yourself and your choices. We'll share stories about taking an untraditional path and all the obstacles that come with that. We'll change how you see certain things in your life, and we'll talk about common introvert issues. Trusting yourself starts with trusting the chaos in your life. So let's embrace the chaos and get ready to fly like fucking magic. Your journey starts here, introverts. Let's go. Just a heads up. This is an older episode back when I was Dami the Authenticity Coach and this podcast was called Calling You Out. So while I've shifted my focus now, this episode still has some gems. So enjoy and don't forget to check out the other episodes. See you there. It's Dami again, back with another episode of Calling You Out, the practical person's guide to dominating your business. By the way, if you didn't notice, I used the word dominating because it's dominating. Huh, get it? Okay, just had to throw that joke in there. Wanted someone to at least know that I did that, even though it's like really subtle, but um, I thought it was funny. Um, But anyway, today I wanted to talk about a topic that people on Instagram seem to actually be really intrigued by, and I figured I'd just go a little more in-depth into it, and that is your three biggest critics. And obviously, everyone's an individual. All of the critics you have are individual people, and they're all different. But I think you can kind of categorize most people into these three categories. And I'm going to save the best for last, of course, because that's how you have to do these things. But I'm going to start with the top big critic. And this is what I like to call the misguided mother. So the misguided mother is the critic that actually supports you and really does care and means well. Or maybe they don't quite support you, but they still mean well. They're kind of in that category of like, they want to help you. And they really want you to succeed in life in general. And this kind of has two tiers again. It comes down to the people, for example, um, who think they know what's best for you. So the people who want you to succeed and think they know how you're going to get there. Or the other camp people who actually support you and and support what you're doing and want you to succeed in the thing that you want to do. But they have all this kind of like... all these ideas about how they think you should be doing it and maybe they think the way you are doing it is wrong. So let's kind of dig into that a little bit more. So I call it the misguided mother because it tends to be kind of people can kind of treat you like a kid in these ways sometimes. Um, And most of the time it's on the basis of being smart and practical. So these are the people that are going up to you and and they're being like oh wow that business idea like no that sounds great like go for your dreams go for your like go for it like you know take risks all that stuff and it sounds so great and motivational but and there's always that but and they'll always be like but make sure you have enough in your savings but make sure you're earning enough money but if it isn't working out make sure you have a backup plan but but and there's all these different buts and they're trying to again trying to help you and they think they're being practical um, because they're still stuck in that mindset of what they think is practical and we're going to talk a little bit at another point of why our idea of what's realistic and practical is wrong. (laughs) So I'm definitely gonna get into that. Um, But they're still stuck in this idea of like, oh, practical means safe. And as I'm going to talk about later, 
that is not true. Practical does not mean safe, because sometimes being in the safe place is actually what's holding you back from all the great things you could be having. So again, more on that later. Um, But these people, again, they want to support you. They want you to succeed in some way. Often it's parents, it's friends, like, you know, people who are close to you. And that can get to you, right? I mean, I mean, I certainly have had that situation where like, you have family and friends who are very well-meaning and they want to help you, but they have all these ideas about how they think you should do it. And all these ideas about like, you know, they're like, they, they think they know what's best for you and they want you to be able to take their advice. And let me tell you, it doesn't hurt to listen to advice. It doesn't hurt to listen to people and kind of take it in. And the way I like to look at it is you kind of listen to it very objectively. You have to keep your feelings very much out of it. And I'm an emotional person and I'm saying that. Like, If you know anything about Myers-Briggs, I'm an INFP. I'm very emotional and I can take a lot of things very personally. But there does come a time when you know you'll listen to these people and they want to give you advice. So what you have to do, because it might be great. So you'll sit there and you'll take it in. Don't emotionally react to it. Try your best not to. <laughs> Maybe you write it down. Maybe you write it down so that in case you are reacting to it, you can go back to it later and look at it more objectively if that's how you have to do things. But you think about it and then when they, you know, once they're done giving you advice, you'd be like, thank you for the advice. And you move on. Like you can say, you, you can tell them like, you know, I'll think about it. Um, something along those lines and just kind of, you know, you can, you can validate them too. Another way that I actually deal with a lot of these people, the misguided mothers, is I like to validate them. I'll be like, oh, you know, that actually, that sounds like a great idea. Or, oh, that, you know, and oftentimes it doesn't, it doesn't sound like a horrible idea. So I can be like, oh, you know, I didn't think of it like that. Or, oh, you know, like, you know, I'll, I'm definitely going to take that into consideration. I'm actually thinking about blank. And you kind of validate them while still holding true to you and giving yourself time to really think on it. Don't tell them like don't just lie to them obviously blatantly (laughs) don't um but you know in some cases you do have to kind of just like let them think that they've helped you if they need to because some people just like the feeling of thinking they've helped um and look at their advice objectively over a period of time and let yourself think about it and if you know you look at it and you're immediately just kind of like nope that is exactly what i didn't want to do i told myself this was not going to be part of what I was doing, I can tell that this is the wrong mindset to have, then you toss it out. (laughs) And these people are going to come back. And you know that you've probably seen these people where they'll come back and be like, why didn't you take my advice? I see that you, you know, you did this and that thing. It's like, you know, I told you, like, I told you this, or, you know, what about this? Or like, you know, I feel like you never listened to me, you know, things like that, that they're constantly going to try and make you feel bad and guilty. Um, but again, you, you can, in those situations, be objective again. That's usually the best way to do it. Or, you know, you can be objective and be like, well, you know, I looked at my options and I decided that this other thing I'm doing was actually the best option for me. And this is why X, Y, Z. Um, or if you feel like maybe they're taking things pretty personally, you can always be like, well, you know, I thought it was really great advice, but I figured I was going to try this thing out first. And don't worry, haven't forgotten about you, <laughs> but I'm just going to try this thing out and see if it works. And I'll let you know if it does and keep you in, in like, keep you in the loop because a lot of these people, the people who can sometimes take a little personally, just want to kind of feel like they're involved and feel like they're helping. So if you can feel like maybe you're involving them in some way, that can help. So these are just ways you can kind of handle the mis- what we call the misguided mother. Um, other times, if you really know this person really well, maybe, 
and you think you can be really honest with them, um, you can actually tell them. You can be like, hey, you know, I, you know, I see you support me and that you want the best for me, but this way you're giving advice. Like it kind of sounds like, and then you tell them like maybe how you're feeling or what you're thinking about it. Um, so, you know, it kind of sounds like you're, you're telling me to have like a backup plan. And that honestly, like, it honestly makes me feel like you don't actually believe in what I'm doing. And you could, you could say something like that. And if you really trust them, then half the time, what they're going to actually, what's going to actually happen. Cause most of them don't want that. They don't want to think that you, that they don't believe in you necessarily. Most of them really do. They just think as most people do that you need to be smart and practical and have these backup plans and all that stuff. And that's how they've grown up and that's how they live their lives. So they're trying to give you advice based on them and they don't want you to think that they don't believe in you. Um, So they'll probably be like, Oh no, 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 no. That, that's not what I meant. Like, you know, that's certainly not what I meant. You can be like, well then why, why do you want me to act this way? Like, why do you want me to do this one thing? If that's not what you meant and you can have a discussion about it. And a lot of people, I mean, it depends because certain people won't really ever get it. Um, but certain people, especially if you're close to them, might come to the realization that it's like, oh, I guess that does come across that way. And maybe that is kind of what I was subconsciously doing um, because I was afraid it wasn't going to work out. And I'm sorry about that. And I've had people do that too. People that you're close to, you just have to be honest with them. Other people you really just have to ignore. So pick and choose who you're honest with carefully and be objective is really my biggest advice with these people because they're going to try and make you feel guilty. They're going to try to appeal to your emotions half the time. Um, and you just have to really kind of look at it and be really objective about it and be like, okay, what's really practical about this advice? What's really smart about it? And turn it on its head. (laughs) Cause if they're using that advice being like, you know, this is the smart way to do things. This is the practical way to do things. Then, um, if you were able to turn it on its head and be like, this is why it's not actually as smart as you think, or not as practical as you think, you can use some of the things that I'm going to say in these podcasts. Trust me, there's going to be some good stuff in here and practical stuff. Um, that actually flips our idea of practical on its head. Um, and you can use some of that and throw it back at them and be like, well, this is why it's not. And some people will kind of be like weirded out by it. But in any case, they'll probably notice like, okay, I don't think they're going to listen to me. Or maybe they'll actually start understanding how you're thinking. So really, there are so many different ways you can deal with the misguided mother. But those are kind of a few easy ways that you can you can kind of use to try and work around um, these people, these these critics and, and their criticisms. Be as objective as you can with them. And I know that can be hard. Again, I'm speaking as a very emotional person, but it's very, um, it's pretty, it's pretty crucial to allow yourself time to think about it objectively. It doesn't have to be right at the bat, but allow yourself time to do so over a period of time and don't let them, don't let them make you make a decision right at that moment. Okay. So Your second biggest critic is the quote-unquote honest hater. So I say quote-unquote honest because half the time what they're trying to do is they're they're saying them like they're like they're they're just being honest, like no offense, but or hey, I'm just gonna be honest, but or honestly, or like basically they they think that like their opinion should always matter and they always have something to say to you, and half the time it's not exactly nice. 
So these can be the trolls on the internet, you know, it can be as simple as the trolls on the internet who just throw out mean comments and try to get you down. And these are the people that like have apparently nothing better to do with their lives than just like write mean comments to people they don't know. Um, and even if they don't think it's mean, maybe again, they think they're being honest or practical. Um, you see this a lot in like videos of people who are like, I'm moving to LA and there'll be people who comment being like, oh, well, if you're like, if you're so wishy-washy about this, you're never going to make it or like, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> like it's stuff like that where they just like, they, and again, they end it with like, you know, oh, just being honest, just my opinion, that sort of thing. Um, and there's, this, these can even be some of your family and friends who are close to you. Like some of the people can do it and they'll be like, you know, hey, you know, honestly, this, this and that. And they'll give you reasons why your idea is bad or reasons why. And it, it almost always comes from their like opinions. Like it comes from these like deep seated beliefs they have. And my one biggest piece of advice with these honest haters, well, it's kind of two pieces of advice, but the biggest one is don't try to argue with them. <laughs> don't even bother. Have the, but honestly, don't even engage with them if you can avoid it. <laughs> but if they say something, this is when I say that you can be dishonest back. Just be like, oh, yeah, maybe you're right. And then go off and do your thing. <laughs> like, or just completely, especially if it's a comment on the internet, completely ignore it. Like, you don't even need to engage with it. Half the time, they just want someone to acknowledge their opinion. If you really want, and I've done this before too, but sometimes you can kind of like privately talk with people um, and be like, hey, you said this thing kind of came across really rude. Want to talk about it? And you can talk. And sometimes people will kind of be like, oh, you know, didn't mean it that way. Like, I was just, you know you know, this thing happened to me and I'm and usually at house, you know, talk about some like some issue that happened to them or thing they've seen happen in their family or some other insecurity or, you know, terrible thing that's gone on in their life. that They just feel the need everyone should, should know about and everyone should kind of subscribe to this belief. And you know what? That's just how some people are. Some people are just like, you know, they are very true in what specifically, how, how they perceive the world and what they believe. And, you know, frankly, um, sometimes that can be a good thing for some people because for some people, like, you know, that helps them not be wishy-washy and it helps them really focus on things and it helps them, like, you know, really see things clearly. Um, but other times you run into those people and they their idea of the world just happens to clash with yours and you just honestly just don't engage. Don't talk about it if you can help it unless you want to be me and, like, start interrogating them because <laughs> I, at this point, think it's just kind of amusing and I'll interrogate them and ask them questions just to see what they're thinking and how they're thinking and honestly to be completely honest half the time they're just kind of like omg i'm so sorry like did not mean for it to come across that way i was just upset honestly that's happened a lot of the time um again be objective with this as much as you can but the way i actually say with the honest hater um i know a lot of people would be like you know oh don't take it personally um i almost say take it personally like, take it as a challenge. <laughs> take it as someone challenging you. And if you immediately, like, you know, you feel that gut reaction to this, like, just being honest, but, and they say something, you feel that gut reaction that's just kind of like, no. Like, I don't believe that. That's dumb. Um, then hold on to that. Because honestly, I think that that can, I, well, I won't say, like, don't hold on to revenge as, like, a motivator for a long period of time. But, you know, taking on a challenge, not a bad thing. And I, I honestly love taking these honest haters as a challenge. <laughs> and to be fair, like we as entrepreneurs tend to hang out in these Facebook groups and these Instagram groups where it's just other new entrepreneurs like us who are basically all supporting each other. And we don't run into 
those honest haters as much. And I know they probably exist in your real life, but um, within the communities, we don't tend to run into that as much. Um, I would say that if you, you know, happen to stumble onto YouTube or if you start doing YouTube for any long period of time, you're probably going to run into it. That just tends to be the way of YouTube. And as a former YouTuber, I can tell you that that is very true, no matter how small you are. <laughs> so be prepared for that. But again, you can take it personally and take it as a fucking challenge. Don't take it personally and hide. Take it as a challenge. Be like, oh, oh, you want to, you want to challenge me? Oh, you, you, you think that, okay, well, I'm going to prove you wrong. <laughs> Um, and again, don't engage. Like you say that to yourself, but don't engage. Just don't even bother unless you feel, again, feel like interrogating them like me and scaring them off. So, <laughs> so that's the second biggest critic. And that's kind of the more like, you know, the one people think of when they think of critic. I think the misguided mother is more of one that like people want to think like, oh, but they're not my critic. They're like, you know, they're trying to support me. They're trying to help. Yeah, be careful with that, obviously, because they are trying to help to a, to a degree, but they're not entrepreneurs most likely. And they haven't been through what you're going through. Or if they have and they're like bitter for some reason, you know, take that with a grain of salt. Because who wants to take advice from someone who's failed? <laughs> I mean, who wants to take like advice on how to succeed from someone who's failed? Unless it's them being like, well, don't do this thing I did, for example. Um, but in any case, like take everything they say with a grain of salt. Um, and for the honest hater, just don't take anything they say at all. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone starts with like and like you know like just being honest butter no offense but just ignore the rest of it probably there's really just no point um and if they want to phrase it in a different way that isn't all about like you know oh i'm just being honest and i'm gonna say something mean then by all means they can do that and maybe you'll actually listen but until then let them just be themselves and get out their thoughts and feelings maybe that's what they need um, third biggest critic, we're getting onto the big one. And this is another category that actually only has one person in it. And that person is you. That is you, it's your ego. And I say you, but it's it's basically, it's your ego. Because there is a part of you that that isn't your critic. But you, you are your biggest critic. You've probably heard that a million times. But let's talk about it a little bit. So you've listened to advice from the misguided mothers. You've listened to whatever the honest haters have had to say. And now, you're a perfectionist. Like you try and listen to everyone's advice. Some of it's conflicting. You have to decide which one's right and which one's not right. And of course the person that you don't follow is going to get mad at you uh, or say something mean and be like, oh, I see you didn't take my advice. Or like, you know, oh, he never listens to me. All that dumb stuff. So now you're a perfectionist. You think everything has to be perfect because you don't want to run into these critics at all. You're like, you're done with people criticizing you. So everything has to be perfect. So it doesn't get criticized, right? Wrong. That's, that, that isn't how things work. Even perfect things get criticized. Honestly, nothing things actually perfect so perfect things don't get criticized and they just don't exist so let's just put it that way nothing is going to be perfect it's not going to be it's probably half the time not even going to be great it might not even be good but it's going to be out there and you really have to start putting things out there even if it's not fantastic obviously put your best effort into it but at some point like you really have to kind of be like i'm just gonna throw this like unedited crappy video on the internet and I'm just going to trust that what I'm saying and the message I'm giving is what people need. At some point you have to do something like that. But yeah, you, your biggest critic, you probably put too much stock into what other people think half the time. And this isn't for, this isn't everyone. Some people put too much stock into what others think. I certainly do. Um, and you know, someone will have an idea or they'll have an idea about your idea <laughs> and they'll, you know, they'll want to have an opinion on it. And of course these, if you put too much stock on what others think, of course their validation is going to feel really good too. So 
just know that when you feel good being validated, if you're ever criticized for the same thing, it's going to feel equally bad. <laughs> so I, this is something, and I read this in a poem. It was a, a Rudyard Kipling poem called If. Um, and it basically says, treat triumph and disaster just the same. So treat your successes and your failures as the same beast, <laughs> the same side, the same coin with two different sides, basically. Um, and the idea being like, you know, whether you succeed, whether you fail, analyze it the same way, evaluate it the same way, um, treat it the same way. And of course, like, you know, or maybe even celebrate it the same way, celebrate your successes and celebrate your failures. Honestly, I would even look at it that way. And that way, like when failures happen, it's not so bad. And when successes happen, it's not like, you know, obviously you want to feel great about the good moments, but it's not going to, if something is like too high up almost, there is an equally low low. And the more balance you have in your life, the better it's going to be. Trust me on that one. Um, or maybe, and let's just say you're not someone who really cares what others think, but your inner critic, there's some part of you that's just constantly nagging at you, just always nagging. And maybe it's from years of just observing and learning. And it just has this voice that's just like, it's tell like you've almost put too much stock in what you think. Well, maybe we'll put it that way. Um, and again, this is all about balance. So if you care too much about what others think or whether you care too much about what you think, there is a balance between it. There's a balance to being like, I trust myself, but make room for other people's doubting as well. It's And this is also from the Rudyard Kipling poem, if, um, by the way, it's like you, you, you tr trust yourself when all men doubt you, but make allowance for their doubting too. It's a balance. So basically take advice from other people, take it with a grain of salt, but trust yourself. So trust yourself to ultimately know what to do after taking in other people's advice and, and what they're saying. This is why, like, again, having business coaches are great. Having an external advice is great. But ultimately, you're the one that runs the business. So, um, and you are also probably, you're probably distrustful if you've been through misguided mothers, especially. But you're probably distrustful of your own, your own thoughts, your own feelings, your own values and or beliefs. Um, so whether you're a person that relies more on logic or more on emotions, could be either way, could do both pretty regularly, whatever it is, um, you probably distrust your own, you know, so some of these things. So like for me, I trust my feelings quite a bit and I have very strong values. Um, as an INFP, that is definitely something that, that sits easily with me. Um, but I sometimes doubt my own beliefs. Like I don't really know what I believe or I don't honestly really know what I think. <laughs> and I know not everyone can relate to that. Some people are the opposite way. They're like, you know, oh, I know exactly what I think and what I believe. Um, and I like, you know, I have like these really strong beliefs in my head and I know, like I know a lot of things, but um, maybe these same people are like, oh, but you know, I honestly sometimes really just don't know how I feel no matter how hard I think about it. And usually when you don't know something, it gets overwhelming. So like, I don't sometimes know what I think or what I believe. And that can be overwhelming. So when I, when I take in a lot of information, um, just a lot of objective information from all different places, and I'm trying to figure out which one I think is going to be the best solution, um, it overwhelms me. <laughs> I can do it based on feeling. I can be like, oh, I feel like, you know, and I, like emotionally, like, you know, I feel like this it was more in line with my values. I feel like that. And that's usually how I make a decision. Um, but when it comes to actually objectively thinking about something or thinking about being like, you know, I really firmly believe like this is the way 
um, that is not something I am very, I can do that easily. And that's when my ego can come into play. And it'll usually come through in terms of that logic and be like, well, logically, this thing that you think aligns with your values can be very, you know, it, it'll do stuff like that. <laughs> um, and if you're the other way around, then it's vice versa. So again, you are your biggest critic at the time and you and when I say your biggest critic the reason why is because it takes all the advice and all everything that's been said by the other critics in your life and it puts it all inside you and now internally you're probably like what <laughs> and even externally you could be criticizing yourself to be honest the honest haters like basically what they're doing is they're putting their insecurities out there half the time and half the time they're putting like their ego out there um, and it's saying all the things that it's been telling that person, like that, that that person has been told by their ego these things. So it's now communicating it to you and they've succumbed to that. Um, and that's honestly <laughs> really sad, unfortunately. Um, and the misguided mothers, maybe like, you know, they've been through things. Maybe they were also very emotional people with like dreams and stuff, but they learned they had to be practical because they had families or... Um, they learned they had to, you know, they felt like they had to save up more money because this or that happened in their family or they, you know, an emergency happened or something in their life. And usually it comes from experience and that's not always a bad thing. Of course, that's why I said you take it in, you think about it. Um, but again, they're speaking from their own personal experience rather than an objective like, you know, well, what's actually going to be best for me and what's going to get me to where I want to go. So. We have that, your three biggest critics, and I went into more detail on it. I do have an Instagram post on it too, if you just wanna you know, go check it out, save it, keep that for later, or just listen to this again later because you can put this on repeat and just remind yourself, yeah, those are critics, yeah. And honestly, most people in your life, they are gonna be critics, but you're also gonna find supporters and you're gonna find people who really, really, really do support you. And these are usually like, you know, it can come in many varieties, but these are usually people who will not only support you, but they'll also call you out. And this isn't just like, be smart, be practical. Like, you know, I'm just being honest. Like these are people who will call you out and be like, hey, like I see you listening to that critic and I see you taking, don't do that. Or they'll be like, hey, I see you doubting yourself. Don't do that. Or, hey, I see you doing this thing or thinking this thing um, and, and getting overwhelmed. Like, you know, that's what's making you overwhelmed. So stop it. <laughs> and those are the supports you want. The people who are like, who are pointing out the mindset stuff and not just giving you like random freaking advice that you never asked for, <laughs> but pointing, but, but calling you out for things that are really actually going to help you. And usually these are people that understand you better and know it's like, know that those things they're calling you out for are not going to help you. Mostly. Of course, mostly. Sometimes they, you know, everyone can be a misguided mother and everyone can be an honest hater. You never know. Um, but anyway, I hope you guys liked that episode. I am probably going to talk more about this whole, like, why your idea of practical and realistic is wrong, because I think that's really important for everyone. Um, but we're definitely going to dive a little bit more into more of that mindset stuff next week. So, uh, stay tuned for that. And if you're interested in one-on-one -on -one coaching, if you want to learn more about yourself and your personality, crush that ego, you know, be overwhelmed punchy goes in the face. That's what I usually like to say. Punchy goes in the face <laughs> um, and really set up your business properly um, with yourself in mind and using your unique gifts and talents. Then I do have a one-on-one -on -one coaching program and I would love for you to join me in it. So let me know in the comments or shoot me a message, whatever it is you want to do. I am at Dami, the biz coach, D-O-M-I, the biz coach. You can find me on Instagram and pretty much anywhere else. So I will see you guys next week.